Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Welcome to I Work For Him. We are your host, General Martha Brangenberg. Thanks for tuning in today. We're so grateful. Make sure you know you know that in Jacksonville, you thank the station that's broadcasting us in Jacksonville. We're so grateful in Jacksonville, in St. Augustine, in Folkestone, Georgia, and up in Norfolk, Virginia. We're just grateful to be on the air. We are. And, you know, I just want to say, listeners, Happy New Year. Have you gotten back into the swing of things at work? I know a lot of us um, got to get a little bit of quiet time or family time, or maybe it was noisier than normal where you are, but it was different out of your um, normal schedule. I just want to... Um, encourage you. Our pastor preached for the new year. You know, a lot of people say new year, new you, but this is new year, new grace. Are you experiencing new grace this new year or extending it to somebody around you? So I just, I I just want to encourage you with that today and remind you that we have our marketplace missions trip that we are going on January 20th through the 31st. And we are inviting you to come on this missions trip with us. And it is a missions trip like no other. You attend by going to your own work every day. So it's preparing your heart, changing your paradigm to look at your workplace truly as a mission field. So go out to iworkforhim.com slash events, and there you will get the link to go and register. Be a part of our marketplace missions trip. There are so few opportunities for each one of us to literally change the world we live in. Between politicians, the legislators, the judicial, it seems like all of life is out of our control. But lest we forget that we serve a sovereign God who actually still has all his power, and he intends on using it for the good of the gospel. Drawing people close to him is his ultimate goal. Relationship is why he sent Jesus to die, so that we could enjoy the warm embrace of his arms. But this world hardly seems like a warm embrace. It feels like the whole world hates Christians and Jesus, and everyone wants to fund the campaign to rid us all from the planet. Be at peace. There's something you can do to change the world we live in. It's called Biblically Responsible Investing. And Luke Andrews from Inspired Advisors is here to guide us along the way. Luke Andrews, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. I'm excited to be here. Uh, All sorts of exciting things happening in 2020, and um, you know me about resolutions. I don't necessarily have them. I do have goals that change all throughout the year, but uh, it is a great time to reflect on some things, and I'm pumped about 2020 and biblically responsible investing, and uh, just can't wait to share it with the audience today. We've got Luke Andrews on the line from Inspire Advisors. Check him out online, iinvestforhim.com, iinvest, the number for him.com. Luke, I love that, Jim. I like it, too. I invest for him, man. Uh, Look at there. It couldn't be any clearer, could it? That's right. You know, that means a lifelong partnership between our show and your your practice. That's it. We're stuck. That's right. Talk to us about required minimum distributions. So, so yeah, thanks. Uh, required minimum distributions are, you know, so when you are at the age of, when you have reached the age of 70 and a half, um, the IRS requires that, uh, that you start taking distributions from your IRA or your 401k. Now, there's all sorts of rules, so not to get too deep in the weeds and all the different rules. If somebody wants to know all of them, you know, you can go to the IRS's website or you can call Luke at 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188, or you can text me. But uh, so the IRS requires you once you reach the age 70 and a half, and if you're not working, so w- what that means is 
if you are if you have a 401k and you're 70 and a half and you're still working for the company you have the 401k with you are not required to take a minimum distribution from that 401k you will however by april 1st of the year you do retire so that's something to keep in mind Mm -hmm. if you plan on retiring this year uh, you will Um, for all those others that have already retired and you have an ira specifically a traditional ira or a sep or a simple ira a Roth IRA does not require any minimum distribution. So, you know, if you have a 401k, 403b, IRA, traditional steps, simple IRAs, you are required to take a minimum distribution every year. That's calculated on the 31st, December 31st of the previous year. So, so all those that have been retired or have reached the age 70 and a half uh, in the year 2019 you should have already taken your required minimum distribution before December 31st. If you have not, you will likely incur a 50% penalty <laughs> from the IRS um, on the distribution you were supposed to take. Now, if 2019 was the first year you were required to take your distribution, you do have until April 1st of 2020 to take that distribution. So, um, so that, that, that's really the gist of requiring minimum distributions. And, uh, you know, I have, I have several clients that, that are, that are required to take their distributions. And, you know, it's interesting that, uh, not all of them really know what to do with what the money that they need. You know, some of them do, some of them have plans and plan on it every year, but there's quite a few that, that really don't. And I'd love to so you talk, know, maybe, talk about that. Yeah. What are we, why are we so excited at, I work for him as an example yes. of re, about this whole idea about taking your required minimum distribution. Well, and let me make sure that, you know, Luke Andrews from inspire yes. advisors found online at iinvestforhim.com. We right today should get a check from our first required yes. minimum distribution donation Yes. Uh, so somebody said, we love I work for him and we don't need our required minimum distribution. We'd like to give it away and we're going to give it to I work for him this year to uh, to grow the ministry. So, so why is yes. that so cool? Yeah. I mean, besides it just being cool, but yeah, well, you know, from a planning standpoint, you know, a lot, a lot of people when they get into retirement, um, they have a financial plan, but they don't really have a giving plan or a giving strategy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, I'm, I'm sure our audience, our, the audience hasn't necessarily heard of is, is like you're saying, gifting your retired, uh, uh, your retired, your required minimum distribution to a charity or our organization specifically. I work for him, and that is super exciting that that you do have your first uh, um, RMD per se, your I work for him RMD coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you are a listener out there and and you're falling into that 2020 where 2019 was a great year and you know 2020 now you're starting to plan, you should be starting to plan what your required minimum distribution is because you do know the number because December 31st of 2019. Whoever your custodian is, whoever holds your assets, your your IRA or 401k, they can tell you what your 2020 required minimum distribution needs to be. And you can take that distribution anytime. So we'd encourage you as I work for him, as we're starting to grow, that you know you consider taking a portion or all of your required minimum distribution and, and donating that to I work for him. It's, there's not a better way to use your distribution if you don't need it than to give it away because there are outstanding tax 
benefits to, you know, to, cause when you take a required minimum distribution, you're going to pay uh, capital gains and if you're you also going to pay ordinary income, right? If you take it to yourself, but when you donate that RMD to, I work for him, it becomes a, a great write-off against any other incomes that you might have. So, so that is exciting. And that's something new that I'm sure our audience ha- hasn't heard before. So if, if you have an RMD that, um, that you're that you have to take for 2020 um or if you're brand new rmd uh recipient or or someone who has to take it Mm -hmm. from 2019 you have until april 1st we'd love to have a portion or all of it to try to help grow this ministry and give you a great tax write-off so your cpa or accountant would 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 be better to you know kind of guide you with the tax benefits but there are some so let me just ask one more clarified question, uh, Luke. So if I take my required minimum distribution, you keep calling it RMD, but most of us are pretty simple and we have no idea what that mm-hmm. means. Required minimum distribution from our 401k or my IRA. If I take it personally, I got to pay tax on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and so there's the deal. I'll pay taxes. So whatever bracket I'm in, you know, 15, 20, 30%, I'm going to, I'm going to give away. And and that's the deal with an IRA or 401k. It was pre-tax dollars, so there's tax owed on it. We've never paid tax on those dollars. But you're Correct. saying if I donate my entire R, a required minimum distribution, you almost got me to say it, RMD, then there's no tax involved and I actually get the tax write-off for the whole thing? Yeah, well, that's where I always refer to your CPA or accountant <laughs> because I'm not a tax planner. But, oh. yes, in, 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 in most cases, it's a significant benefit for tax purposes for you, uh, the client, you know, looking to what to do with your required minimum distribution. If you have plans for it because you have a need, we get it. You know, if you do not, then we're open arms here. We'd love to help you uh, work yeah. through that required minimum distribution you know, limit your tax exposure and, and do something great, you know, doing something to build God's kingdom. So, mm-hmm. And it's not all or nothing. And I guess we just wanted to yeah. make sure that the listeners heard about this because it's exciting when you find out something that you're having to do and maybe you don't know the best way to do it and there can be great benefits from it. So listeners, get all excited about your required minimum distributions this year yes. and um, ask your advisor or reach out to your tax planner or talk to Luke at 727-798-4188. Thanks for explaining that, Luke. And, Beautiful. And yeah. we're excited. So listen, you mentioned that you want to come on and talk more about BRI, but in, a, in the biblically responsible investing, but in a very different light this time. What is it? Why? Yeah. Well, um, it's interesting because yesterday uh, we ha- I have a conference call the second Wednesday of each month. Our, all of the Inspired Advisors get together and we're just sharing and, and you know encouraging each other, praying for each other. And then yesterday's call was interesting because, uh, you know, I knew today's, uh, you know, what we're doing today. Um, you know, we're going to talking similar about some of the things that uh, maybe advisors might struggle with as we're as we're trying to share something that we have this new zest and zeal for. And and that's uh, – so when I first started in BRI, uh, Biblically Responsible Investing, mm-hmm. um, I will refer to it as BRI. So those listening, um, you know, it's just a, it's just an easier way. It's our, our catchy phrase for this movement, Biblically Responsible Investment, BRI, mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yesterday on this call, you know, one of the things is, you know, we, we shouldn't be – our message should be not guilt and shame and condemnation. You know, uh, and and sometimes it might come across as that because of how excited we are. 
about what has been revealed to us as an advisor that we didn't know about before. Um, you know, but sometimes that zeal may come across as we're convicting or, you know, or we're almost, um, you know, looking down on, on the person we're talking to, but that is far from the case as we're trying to expose biblical truths and the way God may see your investments. But I, I look back and, you know, when I was, when I put my faith and trust in Christ, um, it was January 1998. I had this new zeal, right? I wanted everybody to know about it. And I was, when I would talk to someone about it, I was amazed that they didn't want to immediately put their faith and trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and start following. And, and, you know, so you have this zeal and this passion and, and you, you're missing, you're missing that relationship. You're missing the compassion. Um, and that's really, I think, you know, everybody's different. Okay. So everything, every message you're going to speak to people a little bit differently, but I think a message of compassion will always resonate with everyone. So, so that's really, that's what we've been talking about a little bit, what we talked about yesterday. Um, but you know, the messaging is always evolving around biblically responsible investing. Mm -hmm. And I am working on yeah, I'm working on more of a compassionate, but truthful, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus said I came with grace and truth. So I don't want to avoid the truth. I just want to do it with grace. Well, I mean, and we opened up the show today talking about each one of us can change the world. And biblically responsible investing is that way that all of us can impact the direction of this world. You know, right now the the enemy has a lot of cash and he's spending it to promote the things that destroy lives. But we have the mm. choice not to invest in those companies <clears throat> so that we're not giving them money for de- destroying lives. Talk to us about biblically responsible investing and how we can change the world. Yeah, so you know that's interesting. You said that how Satan, uh, Satan is Satan is using corporate America and Wall Street without really them even knowing to fund, you know, his strategy all over the world, and it's impacting our world and our culture through our money and our investments. The toughest part about it, or not the toughest, but um, you know what's interesting, I guess, is that you know believers unknowingly are helping. You know, Satan's strategy uh, of of impacting our world and our culture, and he's doing it through money, right? Um, and you know, we don't want to support Satan's initiatives, but unfortunately, you know what's happening, and in my own accounts too, Jim. We've talked about this, Jim and Martha, both of you. Uh, when I first started, you know, working with you guys, we were invested all the same way. We never looked at our investments as a way of supporting, you know, some um, you know, um, businesses right. that maybe have some problematic issues that don't line up with scripture. And, you know, so we're, when we, when I come into this today, biblically responsible investing is hopefully I can share that same story of I'm, I, the way I was invested, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Jim and Martha had no idea. Most of my clients that are with me today also had no idea because it's something new. And then, but when it does get revealed to you, you, you know, there is some, not is some, there is biblical truth to what we're doing. And that's when the message, you have to make a decision on what you're going to do. Are we going to continue uh, allowing Satan to use our investments and our money to support initiatives all over the world and within our culture 
that um, are problematic issues? Or are we going to, you know, look to see, is there a way that I can honor God a little bit better or differently without sacrificing a lot of things? So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, So I'm passionate about it. I love it. So, (laughs) well, and really that's when we come back, I really want to make sure we talk to people about how they can find out whether they are uh, investing, how they are, um, contributing to what the the enemy is doing with their portfolios through you could do an analysis so we'll talk about that analysis when we get back we're talking with luke andrews today for inspire advisors check him out online i invest the number for him.com i invest for him.com check him out or you could also call him 727-798-4188 change the world one investment at a time you'll say i work around and we'll be right back your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, hey, hey, wait a minute. Have you ever prepared yourself for your daily workplace missions trip? January of 2020, we invite you to join Martha and I on our very first I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip. The trip takes place in your workplace the last two weeks of January. Here to tell us more is Mike Henry from Follower of One. Hey, Mike, on January 20th, the I Work For Him Nation embarks on its first ever Marketplace missions trip. We're so excited. Why are we doing this? What's the number two reason we're doing this? And where can our listeners find out more about it? Well, if they're like me, at my job on most days, I get my work done and I leave when it's time to leave. On a mission trip, I watch for and see Jesus working in the lives of others. I feel like I work with him and for him when I pray for others, appreciate others, and look for ways to serve them. Those are three of the activities that we encourage people to do on the mission trip. And I get to see him use my regular work time more and make it matter for eternity. People can check it out and learn more at iworkforhim.com forward slash events. Thanks, Mike. To join us on our I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip to your workplace, go to iworkforhim.com forward slash events. That's iworkforhim.com forward slash events. Start 2020 with a missionary-focused, ministry-driven attitude in your workplace. IWorkRam.com forward slash events. Hey, welcome back to iWorkRam as we talk with Luke Andrews from Inspire Advisors. Check him out online, iInvestForHim.com, iInvestForHim.com. Luke, you and, and Martha and I have been talking about this for a long time. Tie this into iWorkRam. Tie this into the fact that so many of us are out there working and saving and we're trying to glorify the Lord with our work. We're trying to figure out how to bring connect our faith in our work. But a lot of times, connecting our faith in work means we also need to connect our faith in our investments. Fill, this, fill, the, fill the blank in for us here. Yeah, you know, um, so as we're, you know, as we're believers, we're becoming more and more aware. We're always evolving and growing. And, you know, and as we're reading through scriptures and we're, we're learning, it's, it speaks to us differently at different times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, different periods of our life, you might, you might hear a scripture, you might read a scripture and it affects you differently in a different way. And, you know, from an investment standpoint, which is, which is what my niche and my passion is, you know, my, my, my motto, I guess, is uh, connecting uh, Christian and connecting believers' investments with their values, uh, with their biblical values. So, you know, the idea there is um, for for as long as we can remember, and I, I'm, most of our audience today probably either if you've heard of it, you've probably researched it a little bit, and and maybe this is the second time you've heard it. 
the second time you've heard it, uh, I think it's going to make a different impact on how you heard it the first time. And I know there's listeners today from from Jacksonville that are have jumped in with both feet that are doing amazing things with biblically responsible investing. But, you know, there does have to come a point in time when the veil is lifted, so to speak, and then your eyes you can actually see, you know. Um, scripture tells us if you have ears to hear and eyes to see, right? And sometimes when you hear it a first time, uh, biblically responsible investing, it may not, you may not connect the dots, but maybe the second and third time you start hearing it. But there is a responsibility once the veil is lifted to all believers, right? To, you know, we take our time, our treasures and our talents, which are all limited resources, and we want to do what mm-hmm. we can to honor God with everything. So Luke, let's tell our listeners what it is that you can do for them if they have gotten a, a few of our shows they've listened to and caught and understood mm. and and God's kind of opening their eyes to this idea of biblically responsible investing what is it that Luke Andrews can help them with that next step yes great question I'm so thankful you asked so because sometimes I don't I'm not very good at getting that out you know uh, I just get excited and forget <laughs> that hey man I have some of the greatest tools out available to help someone so if you are listening today and and you're thinking okay I'd like to know what's in my portfolio I would like to see if you know if I have some problematic issues within my own portfolio you can actually email me um, the easiest way to do it um, is the email you can email me your portfolio or you can just email me the position Positions in your portfolio, the positions meaning every stock um, or mutual fund or exchange traded fund has a ticker symbol. Mm -hmm. You can just send me the ticker symbol for each one and I can comprise. We have the technology, the database, all the research we've already done on thousands and thousands of companies. And um, our company can uh, screen your portfolio. And then what we do is provide a 11 or 12 page report. That shows you some of the problematic issues in your portfolio on a percentage basis. For instance, um, you know, maybe there's 11 or 12 percent of your portfolio has some sort of exposure to abortion. Mm. Um, and then we'll be able to list out which funds and companies within your portfolio and what percentage of them have these problematic issues. So, so what biblically responsible investing, which we really hit on, Martha, you know, that, that whole process is the idea of looking at one's portfolio or their investments and trying to find the companies that have some issues where, um, you know, my own my own accounts originally as well had issues. But within abortion, pornography, uh, alcohol, gambling, tobacco. Um, you know, anti-family entertainment, anti-family value type mm-hmm. position. So we look for all of those companies that are profiting from or supporting those industries and we screen them out. So that that is what we can do for the listeners today is take their investment holdings or portfolio, mm-hmm. screen them against our database system. We come up with a report that shows you the percentages of where your uh, your investments might have some issues. And then we give recommendations. That's right. But Luke, we're done. So they're going to have to call you. 727-798-4188. Iinvestforhim.com. Thank you, Luke Andrews. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I work for him. 
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iworkforhim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.